1: That's Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus.
2: Point to the logo on my chest and tell him.
1: Slam me, ego. Slam me, ego. Slam me, ego. Slam me, hey. Hit it up hard. Hit up hard. Hit it hard. Hit him with a strike. With a strike. From the national anthem, anthem to the bottom of the night. Amen. Slam me, ego. Slam me, go. Slam me.
0: What's up everybody? Welcome to episode 355 of the Talking Fires Podcast and YouTube show Ben Fadden here with you, March 6, 2023. Padres Dodgers was earlier today. Padres lost eight to three, but it's spring training. Who cares what the score was? Uh, there are some things to talk about regarding the game and Fernando, Nick Martinez, Ryan Weathers, uh, but the lead story today is Juan Soto, I think, and we learned this morning that Juan Soto, he is not with Team DR right now in Miami. He is going to be rehabbing and getting treatment, not rehabbing, I guess getting just getting treatment working out a little bit, getting treatment on his ankle, or his calf, excuse me. His ankle is taped. Uh, He's staying in Peoria for this week, and the plan, I believe, is for him to fly to Miami on Friday and then get some work in, and he'll be ready for Team DR's first game in the WBC, which is on Saturday. That's the expectation. The plan is for him still to play in the World Baseball Classic, but things could change, right? We still have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for things to change and for Juan Soto not to be playing in the World Baseball Classic. But he was supposed to fly to Miami with Manny and Luis Garcia, Nelson Cruz, his other DR teammates. He was supposed to fly to Miami today, just like Manny did. I think there was a press conference today with Nelson Cruz there. um, And Nelson Cruz still expects... Juan Soto to be fine. He expects him to be with the team this weekend for their games. Uh, but it is not 100%. Like Bob Melvin said earlier today, like he's not totally sure if Juan Soto is going to be playing in the World Baseball Classic for Team DR. There was a social media post uh, from Nelson Cruz earlier today with him, Manny, uh, Luis Garcia, looks like Julio Rodriguez, Teoscar Hernandez, Ketel Marte, all in that private jet going to Miami. So they're all there. Juan Soto would have been on that if his calf was doing well. Uh, but I think the Padres, like this is a good move by the Padres. I don't know if Juan Soto elected to miss these couple games that DR is going to be playing before the tournament actually begins, before pool play, or if the Padres said, hey, hey, no, no, no. You're not going with Manny. You're not going. You're staying here, and you're going to get treatment. We want this calf. We want to make sure this calf is going to be okay. We want to see you running under our supervision, and then we'll let you go. You know, we, we don't want you going now and then doing whatever the heck you want to do. Like, we want, we, we need to supervise you here. Um, so I'm going to pull up Juan Soto, not Juan Soto, Bob Melvin's comments today from earlier today about Juan Soto and the WBC plan for right now. Juan Soto, by the way, so he worked out this morning in Peoria. um, And again, the plan is for him to go to the World Baseball Classic still, go to Miami, play in it. But Bob Melvin, he's still leaving that possibility open for Juan Soto not to be playing in the tournament. Here is Bowmill.
2: Juan's going to stay here. We're going to treat him. He'll get some at-bats, batting practice and such here, but we'll continue to treat him, and I'm not sure uh, what day he would take off.
1: He, what's his running capacity right now? I, I imagine that's what's impacted the most. He's not
2: doing a lot of running right now. He's doing everything else. He's doing a, a, a progression. I'm not sure what the running portion of, of that is today. You have an inside man in their federation there. How much will you be talking with their general manager? <laughs> I've already talked with him if anything pops up he knows he knows where to find me you, I know you could be
0: 100%. Hold on one sec. I'll keep playing it but okay so Juan Soto he's not really running yet like he's he's there's a running progression so it's it's maybe there. this is the same running progression that Adam Engel is doing because he hasn't played in spring training games yet so they're building him up. maybe it's like starting out jogging see how it is and that's all he does. And then maybe it's uh, doing some 80 maybe like 80 percent, 90 percent, 60 feet the next day, seeing how it feels. Then maybe it's more like sprinting the next day, doing agility work, outfield work, just to make sure everything's good, running the bases. Maybe that's what the the progression is. So it doesn't seem like Juan is at the point where he is uh, being allowed by the training staff to be running with that calf injury, calf I mean, soreness.
2: fairly certain that Juan's going to go to the WBC and participate? I think so. I don't know for sure at this point. The fact that he's not going today, you know, lends a little bit to maybe not, but I...
0: There you go. So I paused that there because Bob Melvin, I think it's pretty clear here that he doesn't want Juan Soto going to the World Baseball Classic because the Padres should be the, the main priority. I'm not saying Bo Mel, like is going to sit there and say, no, Juan, you can't go to the WBC. Like, I'm sure he wants Juan to be happy and go play for his country, but I'm saying, like, from the aspect of the Padres, and the Padres have a lot of pressure on them this year, and Juan Soto is one of Bob Melvin's best players, looking at it from the Padres' point of view, Bob Melvin, as the Padres' manager, probably doesn't want Juan going. And I think that's that came out a little bit there. Like, him saying here, I'll rewind it and play it again. Uh, But him, like, well, him not going maybe leans toward, no, him not going to the WBC.
2: Well, I know you can be 100%. I mean, are you fairly certain that Juan's going to go to the WBC and participate? I think so. I don't know for sure at this point. The fact that he's not going today, you know, lends a little bit to maybe not, but I'm still – Confident that he will, and I, I know that he wants to as well. But if this thing lingers a little bit, and he's not confident running, we'll see where it goes.
0: There you go. So he's got a he's got to show that he can run like usual, and not have like a limp or have more soreness, probably. Right? If it lingers, then maybe he still goes to the WBC. I see, because Bob Melvin, like he's it seems like he's a player's manager. So, on the inside, as the Padres manager, he probably doesn't want Juan Soto going to the WBC. But he knows how much this means to Juan Soto, so he's also probably like, well, okay, if this thing continues to linger, I don't want you playing in the field nine innings every game. I think it might be like seven games in 11 days if the DR were to make it all the way to the final. so is probably like, well, I don't want to piss off Juan Soto. I know Juan Soto really, really likes this. He really, really wants this. Really likes playing for his country. By the way, this is going to be, I think, the first time that he's playing for Team DR in the WBC because of how young he was the last time around. Or at least this is the first time that he's had a, a big role for Team DR. Um, he knows that how much this means to Juan, so he's He's probably going to be like, well, this is going to linger. Hey, let's make a compromise here. To minimize injury for the Padres, right? You're a superstar here. Don't play the outfield. You're not going to be playing the outfield. But we'll let you go and be the DH. I think that's a good compromise. Will Team DR maybe not like that a whole lot because that limits their flexibility? Because Juan's going to be playing every day. So he's just going to be the DH every day. Then, yeah, that limits their flexibility. They probably wouldn't be the happiest about that. But do you want Juan Soto in your lineup or not? You know, I know that Major League Baseball teams, the Padres, they cannot stop Juan Soto from going to the World Baseball Classic, like if he's fully healthy. But I think that they can. Have a strong say in actually, I, I know they can have a strong say because I've heard Mark DeRosa have inner do interviews and talk about how other teams are telling him how many pitches this guy is allowed to throw. So that's the same thing for position for position players, like what is this person allowed to do? And so the Padres they can go tell Nelson Cruz, the GM, they can tell the Team DR's manager, hey, uh. You're not allowed to put him in the field. He's only deaging. I think they're, I'm pretty sure they're allowed to do that. They can't prevent a player from going and playing in the WBC, but they can tell that team's manager, like, hey, this is our plan for this guy. This is our progression for this guy in spring training. And we we need you to follow this. Like, you can still use our player. We still want you to use our player. But this is the limit here. This is what you're allowing, this is what we're allowing you to do with our player, right? Because it's not it's at the end of the day, it's Juan Soto is not Team DR's player. He's the Padres player. So they do have to listen to what the Padres say and what they want Soto's role to be. Like if if Soto, let's say Soto is playing right field and the Padres want him in left, maybe they can recommend him playing left but i think that they can't like say well he's playing right field not left or excuse me he's playing left not right like i don't care what the manager says like they can't they can't set, tell the the team dr manager you're playing this position like if he's playing the field they can't say well no we you're playing him in left not right but i think they can tell nelson cruz like hey our limits here like we don't want him playing the field or we don't want him playing the field for the entire game or maybe they go they say uh, look i'm just throwing this in the air here but like maybe if it's a uh a game where it's after the 7th inning and they're up by at least 3 runs soto's not on he's not going to be in the field anymore maybe they can have those recommendations um Look, the country, the manager, they have to listen to the team, like the recommendations. Uh, And what, especially for pitchers, and especially when Juan Soto is dealing with this, like they have to listen. Um, I think the manager will, and obviously Nelson Cruz will, because his manager uh, is Bob Melvin, right? Uh, I know he's the general manager for DR, but he also wants to win a World Series as well, and Juan Soto can definitely help that, you know, with the Padres. Uh, so, just to recap here, what's happening? So, Juan Soto, he is not in Miami right now with Manny and Garcia and Cruz. He is still in Peoria. He's getting treatment on his calf. He The plan is him to go to Miami on Friday and then be ready to play, I believe, on Saturday in Team DR's first World Baseball Classic game in pool play. The first game that matters. So he's not going to play in the two games before the first game that don't matter. I think they're playing other MLB teams, but he should be ready to go by the first game. And Soto, he has his ankle wrapped, um, and he's getting treatment here in in the United States. I said here, but in Peoria at the Padres Complex. So it's good. That that is happening. I'd rather have this where he's getting treatment, he's being seen by the Padres for this week, and then like he's going at the last moment instead of going now and having the Padres not looking at every move that he makes. Like I'm a little more comfortable with that, right? Uh, do you want Juan Soto to play in the WBC? I put a video out about this earlier this morning. Do you want Juan Soto in the WBC? As a Padres fan, I don't want him playing in the WBC. I think I, I, I'm i probably taking the Bob Melvin view. Like, I don't want him playing in the WBC, but I know how much it means to him. So if he is healthy and the calf is not an issue and he can run and do everything, then I'm fine with him playing. I'm just going to be nervous as heck watching and just hoping he doesn't hurt himself and, uh you know, slows down going down the the baseline after when he's trying to go hot out of the box and slow down and hurt himself, right? Uh but if he's healthy, he really wants to do this. So I'm going to be fine with him doing it. I just prefer him not to because I care about what the Padres are going to do, not what team DR is going to do. I know Padres fans they're going to be rooting, some fans are going to be rooting for team DR. I'm rooting for team USA, but I understand some fans will be rooting for team DR because that has a lot of the Padres on it. The most Padres among any team on it. Um, I don't care what happens in the WBC. Like I want team USA to win, but I don't care. Like I care about the Padres health. Like I'm going to watch the WBC games. I'm interested in it. I love the tournament, but I care about what the Padres are going to do this year. Not if Manny and Soto get a, a DR championship. Right. So, I hope Soto doesn't play, but I-, I think he's going to play. I'll be fine with him playing as long as he's healthy. If he's not healthy, I don't want him going out there and forcing it like because of how much he wants to play in this thing. you know. So that's my view on it. What's up, Joe? Devin says, I don't want to sound restrictive, but for the best interest in the team, I would not let him play in the WBC. Yeah. And by the way, the title of this episode, Should the Padres Allow Juan Soto to Play in the WBC? They're not allowed to say that he can't play, but they're allowed to tell Team DR, like I said earlier, like, okay, uh, can you please DH this guy? Like, we're allowing you, or he's playing, he's playing for Team DR, but he's a Padre, right? The Padres are more important than your Team DR for a few weeks. like. Please DH him for the most part or give him a certain amount of playing time in the outfield, then take him out. You know, if it's a blowout, don't have him go play the outfield still. Right? Like I think the Padres can recommend stuff. And Team DR should probably follow that line, you know, follow that and say, okay, yeah. Because part of like Mark DeRosa, the team USA's manager. He has said this multiple times in interviews like he's trying to win this thing, but it's a priority of his to get all of his players back healthy like something's going to happen in the tournament, probably where there's going to be soreness or something, but that's just them playing baseball. But if he's not going to uh, go against a manager's wishes and say, well, this team's manager said this guy can throw only 60 pitches and I'm going to throw him 70. Like, he's not going to do that. If it's the pitch count, it's the pitch count. Um, and I, I assume that's what's going to happen with other teams, other countries, with position players as well, and obviously with pitchers. Lizzie says, agreed, if he needs treatment now, what is it going to be like after playing in the WBC?" That's true. Like, Soto, he's he's not playing in full games in spring training, and he's already dealing with this. So he's going to be thrown into full games, And I know it's going to be like riding a bike for him, like playing in a full game, but he hasn't played in a full game yet this spring. So he's going to be playing in full games. And I think it's back-to-back days at least. Seven games in 11 days, it's going to have to be some back-to-back games. He's going to be playing nine innings in all of these games, you would think. Is that the best thing for the Padres this season, going into this season, for him to be doing that? When he hasn't played in full spring training games, I don't know. What's up? Two pack thirteen. Devin says, "Keep in mind too, Soto is not locked up yet as a Padre long term, and I can see his tenure uh, can be handicapped if it doesn't focus on being 100 by the team. Excuse me, by the time the season starts, I think that is something too that uh, Soto. I don't maybe not Soto, but." I think Boris is definitely getting in Soto's ear about like, hey, you don't have a long-term contract extension like your teammate Manny does. So if you get hurt in this WBC, is that going to lower the the amount that the Padres are willing to give you in an extension? Is that going to give the Padres a little more pause on giving you a huge extension? I, I don't think so because of how many years it is. But that is something. What if he's out for a substantial amount of time, like a, a good amount of time if he hurts himself in the WBC? He could still do it in spring training, but I don't think Padres fans would be like, oh, well, see, he shouldn't have played in the WBC if it happens in spring training because he, he's doing it for the Padres in a Padres uniform, not in Team DR's uniform. You know, like there, there's a difference there, right? So, yeah, I, th- I think Boris, his agent, is definitely thinking about the contract. Soto, I feel like he just wants to go win for Team DR. Maybe maybe that's in the back of his head, the contract, but I think he just wants to go play in this for his country. Zoom says Soto should skip the WBC. After all, Peter is signing his checks. That's true. But I think Peter's a guy, like, I, th- I heard on, I think, Darren Smith shows San Diego sports 760 that Seidler is going to Miami to watch DR play. So I think that it doesn't seem like Seidler's the guy that is going to sit there and restrict Soto from playing just because he writes the checks. Does he want Soto playing in the WBC? Like if you put a lie detector test on him, probably not. He probably doesn't want Manny playing in it. He probably doesn't want any of his players playing in it, but he also doesn't like pissing off his players and he is a player friendly owner, like one of the most player friendly owners in baseball. Obviously, uh with with the money that he's giving out, the long term deals and even the guy that he got the guys that he doesn't give long term deals to. It seems like he's always really really kind to everyone. So he doesn't seem like the owner that's going to restrict guys, especially his star players from going out and playing for their country. Devin says Soto has plenty of time to participate in many more World Baseball Classics. Hopefully by then he's a healthy and more established hitter. I disagree with the, the last part there. Established hitter. He's already an established hitter. He's one of the best hitters in baseball. He's on track for the Hall of Fame. So he's an established hitter. It's not like he's a rookie. But I do get your point. Yes, he will have more opportunities to play in the World Baseball Classic. So Maybe that's a part of his thinking, or maybe that's a part of the Padres' thinking, maybe trying to persuade him not to play in the WBC. Hey, you're dealing with a, with a, a calf issue. You don't have a, a long-term contract. You will be in future WBCs. You're an amazing player. You're not like Nelson Cruz, who this will be his last World Baseball Classic being played in as a player. Like They'll use those things definitely in conversations to try to sway Soto to not play in WBC. Alex says, Timeline seems too short to be ready to play on Saturday. I feel like this makes it very unlikely that he goes unless he leaves earlier by Wednesday. I don't think it matters when he leaves. Like If he leaves on Friday, which I think is, like I said earlier, I think that's the schedule for him to leave on Friday. I don't think it matters when he leaves. I think I want him to leave later. I want the Padres to have as The eyes on him their eyes on him for as long as possible before the tournament starts and that's like the longest that they can have eyes on him and I think Preller's probably going to stay in Arizona to watch Nick Martinez for the World Baseball Classic watch the spring training games but there will be people from the Padres organization being in Miami I don't think it's just going to be Seidler there there will be Maybe the assistant GMs, Josh Stein, Fred Ullman Jr., someone will be in Miami in case something happens. Or just to watch. There are probably going to be people in Korea or Japan, wherever Korea's playing, wherever Japan's playing, watching that and watching Team Netherlands just to be there in case something happens. So I, I guess I'm not as worried as I guess I was like this morning. Um, there will be people there, but I still like that he's going to be in Peoria for almost the entire week where the major league training staff is there. I like that. I like what I'm hearing there. SDFan44 says, I really don't want to, but if we don't let him represent his country, it will be a hit to his morale. Yeah, I think he'd be upset a little bit that he wouldn't get to play if the, but again, the Padres, they can't restrict him from playing unless they like tell Team DR, like they show proof, like he's hurt. Then I think they can, or at least they can strongly recommend, like, hey, don't play in this, Juan. We don't want you playing in this. Um, but i don't i don't think that they can restrict juan from playing i think it's up to juan i think the padres can just recommend a lot of things to dr for like what his role will be and maybe restrict the amount of games that he plays restrict him to only being a dh cuz that was brought up to uh, in the media scrum earlier today with bob melvin i think it was aj castville talking about maybe he only DHs in the tournament. Like, Melvin did acknowledge, like, yeah, maybe that's something that we talk about. Mike says, Cruz understands all of this very well as his teammate. I'm sure he's going to have limitations on Soto's availability. He certainly wouldn't want to return from the Classic with Soto worse. Yeah. Good point. I agree. I'm not worried about Team DR, like, not doing the right thing. I'm not worried about that. I'm just worried about Soto playing through something if it's still lingering.
2: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here
1: today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
2: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
1: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No uh, by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Devin says what I mean established is being his MVP type. He can consistent he can consistent improving from the down year he had last year. Like, he can improve from the down year he had last year. Yeah, I agree with that. But I I think he is he's still established as an MVP type. Like, he's the MVP favorite going into the season. So, yeah, I still don't agree with that. Devin says, does playing indoors have an effect on the calf being tightened up more? Maybe. That's a good point. I don't think it's about playing indoors. I think maybe it's like the turf. Does Miami have grass or does it have turf? That's a good question. Does Lone Depot Park I think that's where the Marlins play now? Lone Depot Park. Does it have turf? Turf grass or real grass? Uh it it just says grass. Uh it says what I'm reading here the Marlins installed synthetic turf prior to twenty twenty. So it's not real grass. See, that could hurt a little more. Calf injury, playing on turf, not real grass. Yeah, that might be a little bit of a problem. Because DR is playing the entire tournament there. They're not going somewhere else. It's not like some of the tournament was at Petco like it was in 2017 where that's grass. They're playing, if they play through the entire tournament, they make it to the final, everything's in Miami. They're opening round pool plays in Miami, and everything's in Miami. Team USA, they their pool plays in Arizona at Chase Field, and then they'd go to Miami. Everything's in Miami, so I think he'd be playing on turf the entire tournament. So yeah, that that that's another reason the Padres will probably be worrying a little bit if Soto does play in the WBC. All right, I think that's all I had to say about that. Padres, Dodgers, earlier today. I'll get to that, but first, check out Gaglion Bros' famous cheesesteaks and garlic fries on Friars Road. You can visit their website, gaglionbros.com, for their entire menu and enjoy their cheesesteaks and fries at Petco Park and Snapdragon Stadium as well. All right, Padres Dodgers was earlier today, earlier this afternoon. Nick Martinez was on the mound, and I was a little concerned in the second inning there. He gets through the first, second inning comes around, he gives up a double to, I think it was Miguel Rojas, had less than 40 pitches, and Bob Melvin comes out and takes Nick Martinez out of the game. Remember his last start, he had four innings, went four innings against the Texas Rangers, his former team. That was, I believe, last Wednesday. So I'm sitting there, why is Nick Martinez being pulled in the second inning when he went four innings his last start? Aren't you supposed to be progressing here? Like, what's the problem? But it's spring training. It was just a pitch count thing, I think, in the second inning because they had some random number 90 guy, 91, whatever his number was, come in and get shelled in the second inning. But then he came back out in the third inning, came back out, I believe, in the fourth inning, and he ended up pitching the workload that he should have. So that, you know, made me relax a little bit because. There's no, like, no injury happened uh, or anything like that. Um, his final line today, by the way, three and a third. So he pitched into the fourth. Three and a third, one earned run, one walk, three strikeouts. Three runs technically in total. Um, I'm not too worried about the results. I thought every he looked good. I know he gave up the double, gave up a couple singles in the first inning, but he got out of the first inning. Um, Steven Wilson came in. Ben Como, by the way, never heard of that guy, but what's this guy's first name? Uh, Ed Edwin Ben Como, 23 years old, 6'2". I guess he has a 40.50 ERA in spring training because that was his first game today. He got shelled. Um He just finished that second inning, then Martinez came back out for the third and then pitched, uh, I believe he finished the fourth. Could be wrong on that, but I believe he finished the fourth. Stephen Wilson pitched a scoreless inning. Ryan Weathers came in the game, pitched the last three. No bottom of the ninth because the Dodgers won, but pitched the sixth, seventh, and eighth. Um, gave up four hits, two earned runs, one walk, four strikeouts. Gave up a home run to Miguel Rojas. So Rojas had a big day. He doubled down the line against Martinez. Homered against Weathers. If I were to, again, I feel like I'm doing this every show, but I'm going to continue doing it. Pitcher depth, like power rankings. Who's who's like the leader for that six spot if Musgrove uh is not ready for the beginning of the year? Who is that guy? Right now, I lean towards Julio Tehran and Jay Groom as the top. I'd have Weathers probably with Kaneer and Honeywell in that next tier of guys. You could throw Morahone in there, but I feel like he's better for the bullpen. Uh, You could throw Chris Matt in there, but I feel like he's better for the bullpen is like a long guy. So yeah, right now it feels like it's down to Tehran and groom, but things could change. It's March 6th, right? There's plenty of more outings that we're going to see from these guys uh, before they start, you know, whittling is whittling a word, narrowing down the, the depth, options in that rotation. Um anything else from the pitching side of things? I don't think so. This game by the way, it was not on Bally, so if you were wondering like how the heck did you watch the game today, Ben? It was on the Dodgers TV network, so I could access it through mlb.tv. On the offense side of things, Fernando was obviously the story like he probably is going to be every game that he plays. He got some boos from the Dodger crowd. This was the first time I believe that he faced the Dodgers since 2021 or yeah, because he didn't play in spring training 2022 and he got the boos. This is not going to be today was not like anything that it's going to be at Dodger Stadium when 40,000 will be booing. It was. It was just, you know, a few thousand booing. There was this one guy who was just being really annoying, just booing. Chanting cheater at Tatis, and obviously it's spring training, so you can hear everything. And I don't think Dodger fans really understand the suspension that Tatis had. They see the suspension, PEDs, oh cheater, cheater, cheater. Did he cheat? Like, okay. He was trying, I think it's I think we can acknowledge that he was trying to get back and help his team quicker than the recovery, right? The recovery was not allowing him to get back as soon as he wanted to, so he took the Kloster ball and he screwed up, right? He made a dumb decision, and I still am disappointed and will always de- be disappointed in the decision that he made, right? But how can you be labeled a cheater when you did not affect the Padres winning or losing at all on the field with what he used? This wasn't Barry Bonds using PEDs and like looking huge going into spring training and hitting a ton of home runs uh, for the Giants, you know, just his body composition was so much huger. Like it, it was obvious what he was doing. Right with Tatis, he did not play one game in the big leagues for the Padres on clostebol using PEDs. So I don't know if the cheater thing really makes sense. And wasn't this the same Dodger fan base that loved Manny Ramirez? That's a guy that was actually cheating on the field. Now I don't remember if he was doing it for the Dodgers, but he did he did do it in his career. So that's actually the cheater, Tatis. Yeah, you could say he was cheating. You know, leading up to the rehab games, and he wanted to get back sooner, but he wasn't cheating on the field. So I don't know if that. Really makes sense. No, Dodger fans—they don't care what I think. They're still going to che- chant it, uh, and they'll still make their—they're ju- still going to make their jokes. But it doesn't make as much sense to be chanting "Cheater" at Fernando as it does for some other players that played for the Dodgers. Maybe that's just me. That's just my two cents on that. Uh, but today, Fernando—he did reach base, had three at bats. Then Luis Liberato came in after. Uh, played right field, didn't make any errors. I-, I think it was a lot of routine fly balls. Uh, three at bats. In his first at bat, he popped out. Second at bat, popped out. He was more aggressive. Well, pitches were in the zone earlier in counts than in past games, but it seemed like earlier in the count is when he was swinging today. Pop out, pop out, and then he grounded to Miguel Rojas. He was. I wouldn't say 100% out of the box. He was like 85%, 90% probably out of the box. That forced Miguel Rojas still to quick his, quick. It it forced him to rush his throw. Led the first baseman off the bag. Tatis reached. No run was scored, I believe, in that inning. Padres couldn't capitalize, but he still reached base. Um, And so far this spring, I know people don't care, or you shouldn't care. He does not have a hit so far, an official hit so far this spring. But again, it's March 6th. He doesn't have to be ready on March 30th for opening day. He has to be ready on April 20th for the Diamondbacks game if there's no suspensions or anything like that. So I'm not looking at all at his average in spring training. I'm looking at the quality quality of his at-bats. Is he comfortable in right field, in the outfield? Like That's what I'm looking at. So I think it was another positive... Every day that Tatis doesn't get hurt, every day that he has good at bats, every day that he looks comfortable in right field is a positive day out of Fernando. I don't again, I don't care if he goes 0 for four, 0 for 3, 0 for spring training. I don't care. I care what he does in the spring in, in the season, excuse me. I care about him being healthy in spring training. That's what I care about. His development in, in the outfield, being comfortable there. That's what us Padres fans should be caring about. Yep, Devin has the same viewpoint as I do. How is Fernando a cheater? He didn't even play last year. He couldn't cheat. Yeah, in the games he couldn't cheat. He made a dumb decision. I'm with Dodger fans on that. If they want to, you know, make him make, uh, you know, say he cheated because he tried to come back early. Like, yeah, that that's valid. I think he did that. But to be chanting cheater at him all the time when he didn't cheat during games, it's a little off. I think. I think Mike's getting back to the Juan Soto stuff here uh soft tissue injuries can be very tricky. he might feel it feels fine, but putting too much stress on it could make the problem resurface worse. That's true I mean look I want Juan Soto playing in the world baseball classic if he's healthy like here actually let me rephrase that because earlier I said I don't want him to i i I'd prefer him not to play in the WBC. But I'm fine with him. Like, I want him to go represent his country and have fun with that if he is healthy, right? I prefer him, if he's going to go play in for Team DR and that's already been decided, then can he please DH and not go play the field for nine innings every game? How's that? Like Can we make that compromise, Nelson Cruz? Mike says, Dodger infield has some huge question marks. Still wouldn't be surprised if Profar ends up there given his versatility. They're going to have to make a move at some point. Yeah, they'll make a move at some point. And it sucks that this early in the year that they have to be looking at other moves. I don't know, I don't know about Profar, though, going to the Dodgers. Like, He doesn't want to play the infield, it doesn't seem like. He wants to be a starting outfielder. So he's probably going to wait for a starting outfielder to get hurt on a contender and then go sign there. That's probably what he's waiting for. Or he he he's waiting for after the WBC and he's using the WBC because he's playing for Team Netherlands alongside Xander. He's waiting for that to be complete. And he's gonna use that as hey, other teams, teams that want me. Hey, you see what I just did in WBC? I'm healthy, I'm playing well. Give me my money. All right. I think that's what he's trying to do with that. Like He's waited this long. I don't see him signing between now and the start of the WBC, between now and maybe, maybe mid-tournament, but he's probably going to be focused on the tournament. I don't know how long Netherlands is going to last, by the way. Andrew says, is this calf thing, is, is it extension talk? I see that on social media. Like, well, yeah, uh, I love this calf issue. He's staying in Peoria this week. Let's get an extension done this week. It's just more time for him in Peoria with Preller. I've seen that. I don't buy that. Like, I don't think Soto's going to sign an extension with the Padres in spring training. I don't think that's going to happen. I'd be surprised if it happens this season. I think Soto and Boris, they want to wait for Otani. They want to wait for him to make a decision. And then when they wait for him to make a decision... or, or, excuse me, once Otani makes the decision, then that's when they might be more open to extension talks. I mean, if if he's offered 500 mil, then, I mean, that would probably be hard to turn down. That's a big upgrade from 440, which is what he turned down from the Nationals. And he's on a contender, consistent contender, World Series contender. Isn't that what he wants, right? Um, 500 would be hard to turn down, but I don't see him signing. I don't think he's in a rush to sign an extension i think he's he's confident that he's going to have a really good season the projections are projecting him to be the best player in the national league and that value will be at what it should have been after i don't even want to say that like the value what the value should have been it's what the value should should be all along in this process like maybe the value his extension number went down based off of last year from among some people's Decision make some people's opinions, but I think this year he's going to continue showing that he is one of the best players on the planet. And that value, that extension number is going to be really, really high. And that's going to be, his demand is going to be the same or even better after this season than what it was with the Nationals, that the Nationals didn't meet. And 440 is a lot of money to be offering a guy for him to turn down. But that's what he turned down. That's the bar. Right? He's not accepting less than 440. That we know. Right? Or he'll just go to free agency and at least get 440. Because there's no way that he's going to not get 440. At least. I wouldn't think. Unless he, like, gets hurt the next two years and he's going into free agency with the Carlos Correa questions and the contract goes down a lot. but If he's healthy, he's getting at least 440 from somebody. Steve Cohen, the Dodgers, the Giants, Yankees, whoever. Did I just say Yankees? The Yankees, Padres, whoever. He's going to get the money. So he's not in any rush, I don't think, to sign an extension. Andrew says just watch Soto signs an extension this week and we prove Talking Friars wrong. If that happens, I'll be really, really happy, obviously. And yes, I will say, Andrew, you were correct. And people who think that an extension is going to get done this week, you were correct. But I put that at like a 1% chance of that happening. I give it a chance of it happening because it's the Padres and it's AJ and it's Peter, but I definitely don't see that happening this week. I'm not saying no chance, but very, 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 very slim chance of that happening. Uh, Ryan Weathers today, I know I kind of already hit on the pitching side of things, three innings, two runs, four strikeouts, one home run. Um, it seems like he's going to start the season in El Paso, but I I like what I've seen out of him so far this spring. And if you're just joining, I, I would say the leaders in the clubhouse per se right now for that six starter spot, if Musgrove's not healthy is Groom and Tehran and Chris Matt as a long guy. That's that's who I would say right now. Tehran and Jay Groom. I like what I've seen out of Honeywell. But maybe they want him to prove himself more, like health-wise, in El Paso first. Drew says, I don't mean to change the subject, but what are your thoughts on Dustin May's beard? I don't care. Uh, Mike, Ben, when do you think we will get a chance to see Waka throw in the spring? Uh, I don't know. I think he did an interview today, but I have not yet listened to that or watched that um, because I've been busy today. But I would think sometime during the WBC, him get out and start pitching in these Cactus League games. He's throwing on the backfield. I think like Snell, he made a start. So I, I think you'll see Waka Hopefully sometime this week, sometime this weekend for his first start. Cause Snell's starting. is in the rotation. So yeah, I think you'll see him soon. What are your thoughts on Walka's nickname Walk mole. I did not know that. I don't really have any thoughts. Uh I can't really picture Manny going around calling Michael Waka. Hey, mole. I don't really see that. So, kind of weird. Devin says MLB should bring back Players Week. I like the nickname jerseys. Yeah, but I didn't like the jerseys. The jerseys sucked. I mean, did you remember the Padres jersey? It was like one year it was all white with just white Padres on it. That sucked. And then there was another one where it was like yellow. This was when the Padres were still blue. It was. Just yellow Padres on it, gray and yellow, not gold. Yellow, it was stupid. I understand. I-, I like the nicknames on the back, but the jerseys need improvement. If that's gonna come back, I-, I think they're only doing that stuff now for like the little the teams that are playing at Williamsport for the little league game. I think that's what they're doing, not like league wide. Uh, Jesus says Soto should not play in WBC. Yeah, I think, look, you're you're not alone. I think a lot of Padres fans are saying, please don't play in the WBC one. No need. I don't care about your Team DR team. We care about the Padres. You're one of the best players on this team. We need you. We don't need you hurt to start the year. We don't want you running down the first baseline and getting hurt, right? Like, please don't participate. But on the other side of things it's like well if he's going to be if he's healthy if if the calf is fine then I'm fine with him playing i just hope it's in more of a limited role and him not playing nine innings on turf every day that's what i hope like i don't like restricting play like i don't have any say in it obviously but if i was like aj or bob melvin i probably wouldn't like having to I wouldn't like trying to restrict guys for playing for their country because if I was in the position of Juan Soto, I would love to play for my country. I would love to play for team USA. If I was this great baseball player and was offered a position by Mark DeRosa, I would be like Nick Martinez. Yeah. I'd love to play in the WBC if it works for the role that I'm going to be in for my team, because my team's most important, but if it works in the role that I'm going to be in and I can still progress in that role and be ready for the season, I'm all in. That's what Nick is right now. I love that. I would definitely take advantage of that opportunity. So, I I don't want to restrict Soto of playing in it. I wouldn't want to do that, but I would recommend to Team DR, like, hey, can you please DH this guy some games? Don't have him play the field all nine innings if you're blowing out a team. Because they're going to blow out a team because they're stacked. They're like the favorite to win the whole thing. So, can we not play Soto every inning? Can you get someone else in there? There's a lot of talent on that team. I don't think Soto needs to be playing every inning in the especially in the pool play. That's what I would be suggesting to Nelson Cruz, Team DR's GM. But as a sitting there as a Padres fan and not caring about what Team DR does, like if they win the World Baseball Classic, cool, I'm happy for the players. But if Soto gets hurt while they're doing it, then The WBC was a failure probably in our eyes, right? Because we care about the Padres players being healthy for our season, right? We live and die on our team, 162 games, postseason, all year long, right? Not the couple weeks that the World Baseball Classic is happening. Once every three, four years, right? In this case, once every five years, because the last one was 2017, and it's 2023 now, right? COVID kind of threw a wrench in that. Uh, Mike says, Justin Turner took a vicious pitch to the face today in the Red Sox game. Yeah, I saw that. That sucks. There was blood going down. Yeah. If you don't like that stuff, I recommend you don't search up the Justin Turner video. I hate seeing that stuff. Anytime, but especially in spring training. Hopefully, he's going to be okay. All right, let's get to some more... San Diego sports talk here, because I think I got through everything that I wanted to Padres-wise. By the way, I did want to say that Team Netherlands, Xander, Jerickson Profar, they are playing their first WBC pool play game tomorrow, 8 p.m. our time. 8 p.m. specific time, I believe it's not specific. 8 p.m. Pacific time. I believe it's going to be on FS1. Uh, They're playing Cuba So I'm excited for that. Going to be watching some Xander tomorrow night. Uh, Some people don't care, but just want to throw that out there. If you want to watch a Padre play, a former Padre play, you can tomorrow. Team Netherlands, 8 p.m. That's the first WBC game. Um, Other San Diego sports stuff. So the San Diego State women's basketball team, congratulations to them. They were able to win their first game in the Mountain West tournament today. They knocked off New Mexico 69-68. Asia Avenger, uh, I think that's how you say her name, she made a great shot, turnaround mid-range shot uh, to put the Aztecs up one with like 50 seconds left in the game. I think that was the Aztecs' first lead of the game. Uh, so good for them. They now play... UNLV, top-seeded UNLV tomorrow uh, at 5 p.m. I think that's on the Mountain West Network, so it's online. It's not like on TV, on CBS Sports Network like the men's team is, but congratulations to them. San Diego State, they're going to play either Colorado State or Fresno. I think that's the two teams playing in that first game on Wednesday. They'll play Thursday against the winner of, those, win- the winner of that game, uh, whoever edges out the other. That is at noon on Thursday, so stay t- be ready for that on Thursday. Um. Anything else? Oh, the uh, the San Diego Wave, they unveiled their new kits. Their new for anyone that doesn't know soccer terms, uh, kits. It's just the uniform. They re- revealed those today. I don't know if I'm a big fan of the home uniform. It's the same. It's like the same uniform. The numbers on the back are different. But it, I'm, I'm someone that likes simple, and it's pretty much the same uniform as last year. But there's just a little difference. Like last year, I have last year's uniform or last year's jersey, and it's just simple the blue, the dark blue. And then on the sides, here, here I'll pull it up. Because I think that's, it'll be better for the visual, uh, for the audience here. Hang on one second. Okay, here's the new, here's the new home uniform. So, if you can see this, so look. The, the home uniform, last year it was the dark blue. And then the lighter blue right here. Sorry for the podcast audience. Go on the YouTube and you can see or go look up the uniforms. I'm pointing to uh, the the smaller blue on this uniform. That was on the arms here last year. And it was just blue. I like that. I was fine with that. The different colored sleeves. I was fine with that but this year to have the blue right at the top of the jersey there I don't I'm not a huge fan of that um the the white this is the road kit I like that uniform I'm fine with that I like that jersey it's the same as last year it looks like pretty much um same white same the design, the design on the jersey is different. Like it's just not a white jersey with nothing on it. There is different patterns on there, which I'm open to. I like that. Uh, but the numbers, are. I'm not a huge fan of the numbers. Let me see if I can see if it'll show what the numbers look like. I don't think it's gonna show what the numbers look like but it's not all one solid color here it is so if you look on the wave website see the see the numbers okay you're seeing what i'm saying. good the numbers here it's a different color the top half is just white for the home uniform and it's blue for the the road And then it's pink with some white in there on the bottom half of the number. And then on the road, it's the, the, what, teal blue on the bottom half? I'm not a huge fan of that. Like, just keep it all one color. I'm, I'm just, I like simplicity, you know. I think that's it on the San Diego Sports Talk, though, for today. Devin says I wonder where ProFar will play this season. Yeah, your your guess is as good as mine. I have not heard anything about any team being interested in ProFar for the last like couple weeks. This off season we heard like the Rockies a little bit. I think we heard the Rangers, the Marlins, the Yankees. Then we haven't heard anything. So is ProFar going to be like one of those guys that signs in like April this year? And just doesn't go to spring training at all. Like, and they're, he's just staying ready and waiting for an injury to happen. Like that seems like what is happening right now. He it's clear he's not. He didn't get the offer, the contract, the seventy-five mil that maybe he was hoping for this off season. And now, guess what? He doesn't have a team because those other teams said, "We're not paying you, Jerickson. We're going to go sign." Michael Brantley to a one-year deal. We're going to go sign Adam Engel to a one-year deal, cheaper than you, like the Padres did. We're going to go sign David Dahl to a minor league deal. We're going to go sign other free agents, Andrew McCutcheon with the Pirates to a one-year, I think it's a one-year deal, right? We're going to sign Conforto to a shorter deal, Mitch Hanniger to a shorter deal, uh, less money, right? Like, teams moved on, and so Jerkson's kind of just sitting there waiting. He's focused on the WBC right now, but. He's just, this offseason, he's just been sitting around waiting, training, waiting for that offer, the right offer, and it hasn't come. I don't think he's going to the Dodgers. Maybe he does if someone gets hurt, if David Peralta gets hurt, or Trace Thompson gets hurt, and maybe that opens up a spot, makes more sense, but David Peralta was willing to take less money than Profar, and he is now a Dodger. Maybe the Dodgers offered Profar but Profar probably was is holding out for more money. That's what it seems like to me right now. All right, that's going to do it. Talking Friars episode 355. More encouraging things that I've seen from Tatis. Nick Martinez pitching all right so far in spring. Weathers, a little rough patch today, but it's March 6th, nothing to worry about. I think Tehran and Groom, those are the leaders in the clubhouse so far for that six starter spot or seven spot if you want to put Stub Musgrove there in the rotation um that's it thank you everyone so much for tuning in here podcast platforms youtube i will talk to you guys later see everybody go padres